Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Well, hello there, and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. We worked the cases that S.H.I.E.L.D. hasn't classified. The strange, the unknown. It's not just spy versus spy anymore. The whole world's in on the action. The Battle of New York was the end of the world. This is the new world. What does S.H.I.E.L.D. stand for, Agent Ward? Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. And what does that mean to you? It means someone really wanted our initials to spell out S.H.I.E.L.D. You've got a hundred men at your disposal. And now... A hand-picked team. And yes... They're that good. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. GBN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge is Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Greetings and welcome back to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Well, for today, anyway, we're going to be GVN's Agents of Binge. I'm Agent Martin, and let me introduce my partner, field specialist, interrogation expert, and instant BS detector, Agent Kathy. <laughs> That's me. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I am just so happy to be here today. Uh, Thanks so much for, for that introduction, as I am BS expert. <laughs> yes, well, that much is certain, which is why your alarm goes off almost every time we talk. Because, beep, 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 right, beep. Said, ah, Martin's talking bullshit again. Okay, but before we get into that, I've got some agents of binge housekeeping to uh, take care of uh, to finally clear my partner for active duty. So, okay, uh, Agent Kathy, what does binge stand for? Well, uh, I think it stands for Blindly Investigating Netflix for Great Entertainment. Hey, that's, that's right. So what does that mean to you? It means that you really wanted our initials to spell out binge, and 
that Netflix should just pay us for some of that sponsorship uh, money. Uh, that, that much I agree. You you are now official agent of Binge, which awesome. means you get your very own lanyard. Oh, a lanyard! Yes, I'm all others will be handed out. That. Yes, all others will be <laughs> handed out on a case by case basis. Yes. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way. Um, and as we always do, we're going to start out uh, letting Kathy talk about whatever she wants to talk about. And I already have uh, forehand inf- uh, knowledge of what we're going to talk about this morning because we just got some news in from the uh, state of Virginia and the school. So go ahead, Kathy. Well, I can tell you this. It has been reported to me, and I will certainly report it to you, that school is closed until further notice. And further notice is what? Maybe September. All I know is that it's been out a week so far, and it seems like it's been out for almost a year. (laughs) And I'm just wondering, how am I going to get through five more months of school being closed? I just don't know. I I'm I'm a little bit nervous. Well, see, well, and that's and of course that that's pretty much is confirmed now. And, and you've actually been suspecting this from the get go. I have, and matter of fact, I think I predicted this on the first day they closed school for two weeks. I said mm, this is not going to be the end of this. This is going to be the rest of the year, and I bet you that we don't see school reopen until the fall again. But in 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 the defense of this decision, I think it was absolutely the right thing to do so that we, because we need to get through this. And I think if you have 900 smelly kids at school, um, there's probably going to be an issue with uh, some germ spreading since we can't even keep a cold out of the classroom. I'm pretty sure this was a wise idea. But anyway, I know that my patience has been tested. And just to let you know, I passed the test. Well, at least for a week, anyway. And of course, uh, you know, Jeffrey, you know, being autistic, social distancing is not his thing. He doesn't quite understand it. Uh, <laughs> there is no social distancing. Right. Je- he loves his mommy. <laughs> well, that's right. And Jeffrey's idea of social distancing is that you'll set his iPad down before he starts kissing on mom. Thank God we've all been here for pretty much uh, the last couple of weeks, anyway, without a whole lot of outside influence. But you know it's it's tough it's tough because he is a lover dover and uh he would never understand it i don't think so if jeffrey gets sick then mommy's sick if mommy gets sick jeffrey's sick and that's just going to be unfortunate but i am going to keep myself uh, away from i'm just going to do what i can do that's all i can do i'm just going to make sure we wash our hands a thousand times a day Take as many showers as we possibly can. Which won't be any different than what you've enjoyed. We do that anyway, which is true. And (laughs) and probably why we're okay with the moment, but still. Well, see, um, and that you know, it brings up you know, there's Tombo. Okay, you know, you know, put your lock, put yourself in lockdown for two weeks. If you didn't have the virus when you went in lockdown, and then you say, okay, I've done my two weeks. I'm just going to go out now. That doesn't sound like still a wise idea because basically. Yeah, you didn't have it before the two weeks started. You don't have it now, but now you're going to step outside and the first person that comes anywhere near you, suddenly you you got the virus and well, you're back in the same boat again. That's true. So, I don't know. There's no... The, the right answer to me is go ahead and just... If you, can, if you can do your job from home, do your job from home. Do whatever you can to make it work for you. It's very difficult for us because we have... My mom, who has Alzheimer's, who has to be tended to, and we have Jeffrey, who has autism, who has to be tended to, and 
you know, I can't be in two places at once. And that's just kind of the way it is. So I'm grateful when Martin is here and awake. And that's <laughs> wow, that's a whole lot. That's a very small amount of time. <laughs> that's true. So those 45 minutes are awesome. Right. So, of course, uh, you know, and a lot of the businesses, of course, they've been shutting their doors, but they've been making themselves available for you know, curbside pickup and such, which has been, you know, and delivery, right? And which is kind of a blessing. For but I noticed the last time we had a delivery, they didn't stick. <laughs> they didn't stick around. They almost and that's basically okay. they threw it in the door. And that right. was, that was, hey, no, look, they didn't even throw it in the door. They just put it on the porch and yep. let me come and get it. That's okay. And then then they came up and uh, actually in this case I didn't even have to sign for it. No, they just, kind they, of just, they just said, "Can we sign for you or whatever?" And we're like, "Yes, go yep, right so, ahead. We don't want to touch yep, your yep, iPad." And that's they great. don't want to touch ours. Either, so we're good. Yeah. All right. So, uh, oh, by the way, anybody? Oh, so, what? Yeah, go ahead. Something? No, I thought of something, but it's has, it's non-related. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, hey, <laughs> that'd be a first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, <laughs> a chicken. <laughs> uh, just wanted to mention that uh, for uh, everyone out there, be safe. You know, follow the instructions you're given. Don't don't think because you're young or because for whatever reason that you somehow are going to be immune to this thing. And even if you are immune, I mean, your uh, parents or your grandparents. Are not going to be so. Uh, kind of follow what you're being told if you, if you can possibly help it. Okay, so now that we've got all that seriousness out of the way and got in our public service announcement in, uh, we're going to talk about what the actual show is about, which is Marvel's Agents of Shield, which uh, I'm really excited about because I've been kind of pushing Marvel's Agents of Shield to anybody and everybody to try to get them to watch this thing, and I'm meeting with resistance. Uh, though I I can understand because like when I watched the season premiere when it first came on, and it, it was I thought it was okay, uh, but then I just never went back to it, and I didn't actually get back to it until season four when they kept saying about the Ghost Rider showing up, which I'm a big fan of the Ghost Rider, so I thought, okay, cool. So I went back and started watching it then, and then when I was watching, I was thinking, well, I guess I need to go back and see what happened between now and then. So I went back on Netflix and watched uh, the other three seasons. And once you get past the first couple episodes, it gets really good. Uh, so then I told Kathy about it uh, and told her that uh, this is something, you know, my you know, got, I gave her the our normal spiels, got the holy shit moments and everything, said we, you need to watch it. So uh, she went ahead and agreed to uh, watch the seasons with me. So I got to watch them again, which was not a big problem to me. Uh, and got us caught up, and we've been watching it ever since then. Uh, and uh, this was okay. a show. I, this was a show I picked out. Yes, you did. Yes, I picked it up. And here, and here is the here's the hilarious <laughs> part of this. We have now watched all of the seasons three complete times because we have nothing to do apparently. Well, and um, because we want to be prepared when seasons. Seven comes out this whenever it comes out. This. Let me tell you what we know everything about this except for what anybody's name is, and that, that, that I can and, tell and you. that's not because it's not important. No, or it's because just that we know their name on the show, and then sometimes I know their real name, and then I'm like, you know, the guy from. No, I, well, I admittedly have horrible problem with names. Now the I, only person I don't know that is Clark Gregg. I know who Clark Gregg is, and I know who he is, and I know he's Colson, and that is all the important stuff that is that I. I can tell you immediately. 
And he said, the rest of them, I, you know, I'll, I know them, but what, can I get, get them out of my mouth? Is usually and the problem. And Yeah. Well, that goes for certain. Fitz and Simmons. Okay. That's everyone. Uh, so anyway, so Marvel's Agents of Shield premiered September twenty fourth, twenty thirteen, which is when we when we watched uh, watched that first episode, and it was the first real Marvel television show that uh, they made that they wanted connections with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, so and it was set after the events of Iron Man three and the Avengers, uh, but it had references to a whole bunch of the other movies. Right. Uh, you know, for example. Oh, um, like uh, I'm sorry, I didn't know it was my turn. Yeah, so you I was doing you. I was enjoying <laughs> your your tale of it. It was really no, good. No, I was I was I was giving you your cue. Sorry, sorry. Well, uh, like um, it ha- are you asked me the oh Thor, no, yes, Thor, the, Thor, 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 Thor. Okay, so Thor, which movie? The Dark Thor? World. Dark World. Okay, that's right. And then Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and uh, the of course that part of it had a huge. Um, impact on the series for the Hydra plot and all that stuff that was a part of Captain America. I really found that exciting. Avengers, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America. You know, the Ant-Man thing. I don't remember. Well, I think it had to do with the... It had to do with the quantum realm. It had something to do with the quantum realm. I'm probably going to have to go back and watch it because... Oh, yeah. Uh, let's watch life, it again. For life, let's watch yeah, the whole I, I don't, season again. I mean, all I, five seasons. Yeah, six, six seasons because they're yes. getting ready to do seven. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, and also, there um, did some mentions of Captain America Civil War. Yes. Doctor Strange and Avengers Infinity War, which... Uh, they that did, was not that a was real re- big mention. Yeah, no, that was really cursory because that was almost like they just they was looking on TV and they were showing the thing from New York where I think it was when the uh, alien big giant hoopy right. looking ship was coming in and uh, Iron Man and Doctor Strange were confronting it. Correct. Uh, but uh, that was it. That was just like, oh, look, uh, again, look at mm-hmm. chicken. There's that TV right. and that was and at that the, was end, the of end of it. that, right. Uh, but especially during the Captain America Winter Soldier thing, I mean, like, as she said, the impact of the Hydra thing was a big deal on the on the uh, on the age, she, on yeah the, on the show I, yeah yes. on the show and uh, basically kind of had an impact through a, a good number of the seasons actually um, now and, and as she said it started Clark Gregg who played Phil Coulson in the previous movies he played him in uh, uh, Iron Man Iron Man three he played right. him in the Avengers of course in the Avengers he died I hope I hope I'm not spoiling anybody by now but uh, if you haven't seen that part of the Marvel cinema cinematic universe then apparently you have no desire to watch that right all. and that's how, and that's the only reason i could think of why you didn't you don't know that don't know that anyway so he he di- he died in uh the avengers and of course the first thing they did for uh marvel's agents the shield was they brought him back uh now we were talking earlier about what you thought would have been a maybe a better idea to get people into the show who had not watched the avengers because they kind of went right into Coulson, assuming that you already knew what happened and uh, you knew he was dead, and right. they jumped right into explaining, well, okay, why he wasn't. Would tell me again exactly why what you thought they should have done? Well, I kind of felt like they should have started that show off with maybe just him. Um, in the operating room that wasn't really an operating room. Um, they I mean, just, they did show that, but that was in flashbacks yeah, later. Yeah, that was later. That, yeah, that, that, and then that was fine, but except for I kind of feel like they had started the show off like that. Like, where did what happened to him? We thought he was dead, and this is why he's not dead, because 
uh, because Nick Fury went through a lot to get him uh, into this program, uh, and and he was actually revived and uh, was given. You know, they kind of reconnected his brain to have a good memory of this whole terrible thing that he went through, and he it was called the Tahiti Project. And because of that, I think that they should have started that. I really felt like they should have started the um, series out with that. Only because I think that would have drawn everybody in a little bit more. Because now I want to know why he's alive. Is he alive because this is before you know, he got stabbed in the chest by Loki? Listen, oh, or is this after? Well, no, he, he basically said this was after that. But I think uh, kind of what, what you were uh, talking about, and I tend to agree, is that the, perhaps they should have been nothing else, just shown some flashbacks to exactly when he got stabbed. So they would right. know that, okay, this is, you know, because this is if I didn't watch the Avengers, it wouldn't make any difference to me. I mean, right. uh, exactly. what happened to him? Because I didn't know he was killed. Right. Uh, whereas if you did that, then you say, okay, he was killed. Now he's back. This is why. Right. Or and at least, and, and, at least and, and some, some just, just breadcrumbs. Right. Yeah. Just a little bit of just kind of this is why he's there. Okay, now, now move forward. Because even after that point, he's still the same Phil Coulson, sort of. Yeah, and, uh, no, they kept saying how he is, was, different, was different, but that He's was changed. that was different from before. We, you know, he, he was the same Phil Coulson that we had seen in Iron Man and seen sure. in all the other ones. Sure. So I don't know, and I don't know if they ever really said per se how exactly different. how different he was. Well, apparently he was uh, much uh, of a more of a tight ass uh, back then, at least kind of. Well, he was a following by the book kind of guy. Right. He was like, "This is how it goes: A, B, C, D, E, F, G." You don't like it? That's just which is kind of strange, considering Nick Fury was kind of his mentor, and I. Didn't remember Nick ever really just following, really following, the, the, rules. following the rules. Well, I guess so, you follow the rules to a point. Yeah, so anyway, so also you had Ming uh, Na Wen as Melinda May, which yes, she was we one love of my her. favorite. Badass, yep. badass, yep. lover, lover, yep. lover. Said, uh, uh, of course, she was the voice of Mulan in Mulan. Mulan. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what that woman is doing, but she doesn't age. She's gorgeous. And she's a badass. And I just love her. Right, she said, should be in everything. And they said she... she uh, Looks about the same now as she did then and did before and she's well that's because she's awesome. So Which I, and also play explain why she played uh, one of the characters on Street Fighter. Uh, I forget what the character's name was. was martial artist. So uh, obviously she's been into that for a while. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, okay, so uh, Brett Dalton played uh, Grant Ward and I had never heard of Brett uh, Dalton before Agents of Shield and. He is a great actor. Uh, he's a great actor because he can make you like him and he can make you hate his guts. That's right. And, and there was he more that he loves to make you hate him. And you know what? You can hate him really good because he's a good thick person to hate. Though uh, that's and, a, and that's another thing as we've been binge watching all these shows that I've it's been kind of educational to me is uh, and I think I might have mentioned it before. I've never seen so many characters who just make me want them want to die. Oh, I, yeah, I want to see them. Sure. I want to see yeah. them. Kill them now. Kill right. them. Kill them. Kill them. That man's well. Shoot him. Yeah. Shoot him. Right. Shoot him now. That's what we're in here yelling at the TV. Shoot him. Kill him. Right. Is that, and all I'm thinking is that that man is well overdue to die. For sure. Right. And, For sure. And I would like to think back in the day, I didn't think that about people. But, you know, and, and I do understand it's a TV show and that. But they want you to make, want him. You want to, I mean. I mean I think, right. You want, they want they you to want invest you to want some. Him, right. yeah, emotional. They want you to invest your emotions in because they want you to think he should die. 
And, uh, and, and like I say, and Brett did a great job in the role, and he must because they kept bringing him back, even after, uh, you know, through different Would, seasons, yeah. after when he was supposed to be gone, right, they, right. they brought him back. He's awesome, though. He uh, is great. So. And uh, my favorite couple of, uh, well, I say of yes. all time, but uh, uh, oh and uh, I can't even say that man's name, D. Kistaker, Kistaker, uh anyway, Leopold and Fitz. Let's go that right. Yes. Uh, and... I've got to say, that, you know, Fitz always says that uh, him and Gemma are, are cursed, and I tend to believe it because the writers never let them stay together for more than two minutes without something going wrong. Some drama. And it's really good. I got to tell you, there's action, there's romance, there's all. If you just like many of the uh, Marvel um, movies, you know, you get. You get invested in these characters, and you just, you just, these two characters, though, it is an investment, I'm telling you, of your heart and soul with these two, and I love it some kind of bad. Well, I know that uh, Elizabeth Henstridge, who plays Gemma, when that woman cries, she cries. She I mean, sure the water's just pouring. She's down. awesome. She's the best crier I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no just there's little. There's something really happening in her beautiful little head that makes her do that. I beautiful. mean, there's no little pristine little tear no, coming goes, down. It's, she goes it's, down. It's waterworks going I'll down. I'll tell you what. Well, you know, even Chloe Bennett, who plays um, Daisy Johnson, Quake, Sky, whatever you want to call her this week. Depending on which um, uh, season you're in. Yeah. Uh, but um, she she's a, she's a, she has good emotions, too. I love her. She but she's also another she bad. Yeah, she's another bad. Uh, and which is interesting because when she started out, I kind of thought of her as comic relief because she had she's got great comedic timing. Uh, but uh, as the uh, uh, as the seasons progressed, right, you know, and I assume it was because she was supposedly training with uh, May. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, she uh, she became a badass in her own right, know, even I'll, without her powers. For sure, for sure, uh, for sure. So uh, originally, the show, uh, you know, of course, Agents of Shield was one of those shows that it had a you know, a fan, a loyal fan base, but it was never a whole lot enough to make it guaranteed you were going to go to the next season. Uh, so once they got to season five, they had pretty much the network kind of, and this is, I blame the network for this. Uh, they kind of drugged their feet about whether or not they're going to renew them after season five. So the writers, they were getting, hey, we're getting close to the end here. Let's go ahead and try to take care, right, take care, take, tie everything together yeah. and wrap it up. And then suddenly, right toward the end, they decided, Oh, oh never yeah, mind. We're yeah, going to have another season. Yeah, we're going to have you give you two more seasons, give you seasons six and seven. Well, by then, they had already basically made it where... Uh, Maybe we shouldn't... Should, should we tell that? I don't know if we should tell that. Well, anyway, they pretty much wrapped, they wrapped things, it, they, they wrapped uh, things up. And, and, probably, and You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, they wrapped it up in a, in a semi-tight bowl. Right. And I think some of the things they did at the end of season five, they must have went back in. Because I don't imagine that some of those little things not. that they tied in would have left them lo as loose as they did. No, but it, true. But it worked out because yeah. then that went into season six, right? And which is going into season seven. Uh, yeah, and I, I will tell you, yeah, I yeah. almost uh, yeah. ruined I, that. Yeah, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't tell that because we we want people to watch this because it is really good. You're not going to be disappointed. Get through the first couple of episodes so you can kind of um, and do watch. You know, watch the thing that goes into that. The Avengers. The actual Avengers movie. If you see the Avengers movie and then you start in on this at, on the at, on season one, you are going to feel good about how this starts and playing. So, and, had, the, and had you been watching this, you know, as these movies were coming out, 
like I said, especially Captain America Winter Soldier. Right. It gave you all kinds of kind of inside information as sure. far as what was going to happen on the Winter Soldier. That uh, And again, that was part of one of the reasons, again, that I went back to it. Because they kept saying, yeah, that was talked about in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was? Okay. So I'll go back right. and look. Uh, another thing that, uh, and this was the true of Game of Thrones as well, uh I'd go on YouTube and you'd see these people uh, filming the people's reactions to certain scenes. Oh yeah, uh, that's why we started. Right, watching that's that. why I watch it. That's why I ended up watching Game of Thrones. Uh, was them doing a reaction of the Red Wedding, which I was sitting there wondering what the heck's going on that someone would be reacting like that. Yeah. So I need to go see this. Uh, same thing with Marvel's Agents of Shield. Uh, another thing I liked about Agents of Shield and it's still probably true now is they get some really first class guest, guest stars. stars. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. and and. And people that you, you know, not just for like a little cameo either. They're in there for, you know, several. Right. I mean, they're, they're several episodes. Yeah. You know. I mean, you know, like, uh, you know, Bill Paxton, of course, that the was, late Bill Paxton. Yes. Uh, but. Uh, what a great actor he was. Right. And uh, and he was uh, John Garrett, which was uh, Ward's mentor. Uh, right. Uh, and basically, well, again. <laughs> Here I, we go I, again. Stop. Yeah. We, I, I think I we need to stop at something. I think it's good to mention these, but we can't get into the details. No, I, I want them to watch this. This is such a great series. I know. It's hard. Okay. So, uh, anyway, they've had Haley Atwell, of course, who's Peggy, uh, excuse me, uh, Peggy Carter. Right. Uh, they've had Jamie Alexander, who played Sif in right. Thor. Uh, matter of right. fact, she was in two different episodes. Right. Uh, Ruth Nega is Raina. Uh, she was in there for quite a bit. Uh, and... Uh, She's actually kind of a fan favorite, and and one of my favorite uh, ones was Patton Oswalt, and Patton yeah. Oswalt is basically playing like Family Feud, uh, and welcome to the Koenig family. <laughs> but he's playing all of them, <laughs> at least except for the sister. Uh, uh, but he's playing Eric, Billy, and Sam Koenig, and they all look exactly alike, and nobody, can, everyone keeps looking at him, wondering, you know, how many of them, how many of you are there? Uh, right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, they're the, actually the ones that kept bringing about getting the lanyards, and you'd get them uh, on a case by case uh, basis. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Kyle McLaughlin as uh, Calvin Zabo, who uh, I hope I'm not getting it anyway. It ends up being Daisy's father. Sorry, I I, I said that, but uh, he's in there. Uh, let's see, uh, Blair Underwood is in it. Uh, as uh, Dr. Garner. Right. Um, Jason O'Mara, who... Uh, you know, he did a great job on that, too, Blair Underwood. Blair Underwood, Another yeah. another, another great another great appearance by uh, a very And again, he, he, he was a, kind of a recurring thing yes, for at least was. a section of, of, of time. Yeah. Actually, Powers Booth. It, Powers Bur oh, Booth yeah, was, yeah. A, was awesome. There was, they, Powers Booth plays evil good. Yeah, he I mean, does, uh, man. Awesome. Uh, considering, another, I mean, considering, yeah, I mean, he's not exactly intimidating because, you know, he's up there in age, but just voice and no, presence. Yeah, yeah it, absolutely. I mean, just lots and lots of, just unbelievable. You know, yeah, uh, Jason O'Mara, who, if you've watched Batman Hush, the animated movie, he was the mm -hmm. voice of Batman. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Lily Birdsell. Yeah, played, Zena. Uh, Zena, Zena uh, Warrior Princess. Yeah. Uh, uh, she was a knife fighter in this thing. Yeah, uh, she, awesome. she was good. Uh, and... Also, you know, besides the guest stars, they kept adding to the cast as the seasons uh, went on. Yeah. Uh, they brought in uh, uh, Nick Blood as... Lance uh, Hunter. Yeah, as Lance Hunter and Adrian Pilicki as Bobby Morris. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I thought that was a good addition. It was uh, really nice. Yeah, it was a, yeah. It was gave, a, I gave it another was a, badass woman in there. Yep. And then kind of just a, a loose cannon kind of yeah. guy. Uh, and while they were kind of a, they were an item, but yet they were uh, not the kind of item like uh, Fitz and Simmons are. No. They, they were the totally opposite of, no, they were the, I love to hate you. <laughs> right, they were the, uh, that's uh, jumping to bed, right, but I don't really like you that much. Uh, <laughs> Then we got uh, Henry Simmons as Alfonso McKenzie, and I, and I want to talk about him a minute because number one, he's a real, he's a great actor. Yes, big he man. is. His character though kind of irritates me just a bit. Well, you know why? Because he has a real um, sense of what his morality of morality, right? And and that doesn't really work real well in the. The what the hell's going on next here because we got aliens we're trying to fight off and figure out and people from other planets and um, well those are aliens well, I mean, uh, <laughs> those people from other planets are aliens too yeah um, uh, yep. but yeah the, good clarification the, there. thanks <laughs> I'm really good at this um, but yeah the, there's a lot of things that bug him and then of course as you know a little bit about Terragenesis from uh, from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, especially from uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, um, uh, there's a lot of uh, there, this is a lot of what his issues are anyway. Well, um, also it's because you know as you say because he, he he kind of bases things you know on his faith, right? Uh, and then sometimes in doing so. To me, he kind of got a holier than thou attitude about what okay, what you can and can't do. Right. It's, as you say, it's kind of hard to hold those same moral grounds when the other side's not doing it. Uh, and you know, and you can sit there and say, "Well, I don't care what they do. We're we're better than that." Well, that's gonna it seems to me that's gonna get you killed. <laughs> For sure. Uh, and uh, but uh, other than that, I said uh, he's a he's a great actor, and he's a number of different episodes where I mean, he really puts it out there emotional sure. wise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a it's a. I'm telling you. You will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed if you have any connection with any of these Marvel uh, movies, Thor, all the ones that we talked about. I keep going back to Thor because, well, why not? Because, uh, because okay. I just no. can't help it. Uh, it has nothing to do with Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. At all. Do you think he needed Patty for his suit? No. <laughs> He just had to be dehydrated. That's all. Well, <laughs> Dehydrate yourself and make all the muscles look perfect. But I don't care. I'm going to tell you what. He, you know what? Even Fat Thor was beautiful. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Well, I don't care. I, I, I did feel more, the first time I ever actually felt like a superhero. That was really good. <laughs> okay. In season three, they went ahead and added uh, Natalia Cordova Buckley as Elena. Yo yo. Yes, and that is probably uh, the nickname that uh, Mac gave her because she would. Uh, her uh, superpower was uh, go. She was fast as lightning. Right, and she, she, but she always went back to where she started from, so right. she'd snap back to where she was. Like at. a yo yo. Yeah, it's like a yo yo. Uh, and Luke Mitchell as Lincoln Campbell, which. Uh, he was good. I really enjoyed his. his, um, his, for his brief. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought he was treated kind of crappy at times by. Uh, Colson, but of course uh, he was. But it's because he didn't tr- tr- doesn't necessarily trust him. Because he was right. again, because he was a hothead was right, part right, of the right. problem. 
And then season five, they brought in Jeff Ward as Deke Shaw. I like Jeff Ward. He's probably one of my favorite characters. Um, he is um, goofy and funny and smart and s- silly, and I just like him. He, he brings a real, uh, a real joyful element, in my, even of his circumstance he does uh, say, he just and makes he, you laugh and he's smarter than you right you know because he does to sometimes act a little uh, goofy well, I think uh, it's more immature and right. his immaturity comes with the fact that he has absolutely no idea what happened a hundred years before he is in this but, situation but he will give you lemons <laughs> well you know <laughs> if he likes you life, hey when life gives you lemons make lemonade yeah Okay, so uh, that those were pretty much like the guest stars and the, and the cast additions. Uh, Agents of theme, uh, Agents of Shield, excuse me, generally had a, a number of themes that they went by, and the first and probably most important theme for uh, Agents of Shield was relationships. Uh, the show is all about relationships, which is uh, you know relationships between Coulson and Agent May because they had a past. Uh, relationships between Colson and Daisy because right. you know he's kind of recruited her and kind of looks at her as like a daughter yeah, figure. Yeah, a daughter figure. Uh, and and she looks at him as a mentor. Mm-hmm. Uh, though uh, initially she didn't trust him because she didn't trust anybody in the suits. Uh, of course, the relationship between Fitz and uh, Simmons, uh, Mac and Yo-Yo. I mean, this the it goes on. All, yeah, go on all different kinds of relationships, which helps build the. Uh, the audience's emotional attachment to the characters. Absolutely. Uh, which uh, They do a great job of that. Right. They really do a great job of, of, of drawing you into those emotional um, relationships that you have with them. So, yeah, and some of the other things, which I'm not going to get into detail because it kind of gives away plot lines and we want you to watch this thing. But uh, there's lots of things going on. There's lots of things. I mean, you, get, you have betrayals. You have people having to make choices. You got, uh, you know, control issues, you know, controlling uh, who does what and, you know, your own personal uh, responses to things. Uh, there's sacrifice of plenty in agency. For sure. That is for sure. By, in all different kinds of way, And plenty of vengeance. Right. And, of course... <laughs> Which makes sense because when I first came back to it again, it was Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider: The Spirit of Vengeance kind of thing. Right. Uh, so, uh, and you, as, you, as you watch it, you will see, you know, how each of these things manifest themselves. Okay. So, as I said, we've been trying to get people to watch Agents of Shield for you know we've been on its pulpit for years now, right. trying to get it to watch it, and. Like I said, I think the problem is is that people aren't giving it... It's due. Right, or a They're, chance, actually. Right. I well, mean... Well, because, right, because it... And I feel like if you watch... I, I still feel like if you watch the Avengers, the, the first Avengers movie, and you go into watching the first episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it kind of gives you the flavor of what's happening without... Um, Kind of being able to kind of have it have it meld into what it is, um, and I think once you get in there and you and you get past that second or third episode, you start feeling the the connection and and where and where it leads you to uh, with the um, within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So. Right, and 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 I think part of the problem initially 
Uh, especially like in the first episode, you know, initially it kind of started out again, so like self-contained episode. Right, right. It really wasn't until like the third episode that where they start they tying it, it yeah. into the next episode, into the next episode, next episode. Which also is enough. It's great because it well, doesn't it gives you a reason to watch the yeah, next episode. Exactly. Whereas if you know, and you can't wait for the next episode. Right. Really. Uh, like I said, as I said before, there's plenty of our famed holy shit moments in the show. Uh, the cast itself, they have great chemistry, and you know that anytime you watch them at conventions mm-hmm. together. Right. Uh, they're, as I said, matter of fact, they're constantly uh, tweeting each other, and uh, just, you know, like I said, even to this point where they're no longer working together, you can tell that they're, they developed a close relationship, which shows very much so on the screen. Yeah. Uh, choreographed fight scenes, they have some of the great. Some of the best fight scenes you've wow, seen. Wow, I can tell uh, you what they are. They are great. And they're not the, oh, I missed your punch kind of thing. Right. They are really good. And I imagine that all has to do with uh, even um, uh, the cor- the choreographed fight scenes in any of the Marvel-, Marvel movies are very good as well. So it all kind of goes into that same um, vein. And, you know, it's... It's it's very de- believable stuff. Very um, as far as how things are, uh, how how they progress. It's 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 pretty cool. I love it. I love this. It's like, actually for I mean visual effects. Considering yeah, that's what I meant. Considering visual considering it's a television show, they, uh, I'm not sure kind of budget they they were given, but whatever it is, they milked every little inch of uh, yeah. they could have because some of the special effects were actually like. So when they're landing the Zephyr in the middle of this water uh, place where they've got a secret landing base hidden right. in the water, uh, that's really impressive stuff yeah. for a television for show. For sure, for sure. Uh, so anyway, so like I said, uh, and I guarantee you by the time you finish season one, if you uh, go through it, you're going to have an emotional attachment to the characters and the cast that will push you through the rest of the way because uh, you're going to end up caring about what happens to them. Uh, so if, you know, if you don't have an emotional, you know, if you watch this and you don't have an emotional attachment, then I, I'm going to wonder, maybe you might want to have your feelings checked. <laughs> uh, because there's, there's something wrong. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it does, it does, it, it, it does pull you in. And it's a, it's a wonderful thing. I think people should check it out. I really do. I, can, I remember one particular scene where you burst into tears oh God, when a certain character oh got, uh, uh, I didn't don't say who it was. At, or what happened. They don't need to know. Shh. I cried a lot on this show, well, and it was because of your emotional attachment. Anytime things happen to these characters, your feelings are just so pulled apart by, oh my God, what's going to happen? Well, see, you know, like in this particular case I'm talking about, you know, there was one character that was, I mean, there from the get-go, the other one was a new one. Mm-hmm. So why did you get so upset over that? Was it because of what affected the... Our main character? I, I, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> so it wasn't because that uh, because of the new character. No, it was because it was it was it was. Oh my god! It was, I tra- want, it was terrible. It you was know? traumatic. It was traumatic, and I think that people. If you ever watched Game of Thrones and some of the stuff that happened in that, oh my goodness gracious. I mean, it is similar to some of those gut-wrenching, oh my goodness, moments. Okay, so uh, if you want to check it out, you can find it on Netflix. And with the final season not up until this summer, whatever time they're actually going to put it on there, you got still time to catch up. 
uh, especially under certain, uh, the current circumstances. Yes, because uh, if you're at home and working from home, hey, don't just be binge watching TV. You got to actually do your work too. You'd like to have that job post this situation too, I'm guessing. But anyway, sneak in an episode here and there. Give yourself a break. Right, well, that works. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm telling you, if you stay with it, I promise you're going to enjoy it. And uh, like I said, with. Uh, the time that uh, we got left, you should be able to get caught up. So when the final season premieres, whenever that is, uh, you'll be ready to go. Uh, and perhaps, you know, you'll be excited and saddened at the same time, just like we are. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, so that's our show today. I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Reach out in front of you and, and, and take a sip. I want to go play Don't look. hide and seek. I want to go and bounce the moon well, just like a toy. It balloon. tastes like a crappy cup of coffee. <laughs> you and I are it just is a crappy like cup, cup of coffee. No, it's the world's best cup of coffee. Run. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.